always wanted to be, I feel like a star now. That's right. See, that's we right. got my name on it. Look at that. Yeah. Ooh, watch out. <laughs> Moving on up. All right, Disruption Nation with Chance Brown. Mark Boom. All right, welcome back, Mark. Chance. Thanks for being on Disruption awesome, Nation, man. man. Thank you. I appreciate you so yeah. much. This is, I'm looking forward to this. So uh, yeah. Disruption Nation is a show podcast platform, YouTube show, where we highlight people that are disrupting their space in a positive way, making a big difference, making waves, the movers and the shakers, and Chance is doing that. And it's, uh, it's fun. It's empowering. It's exciting. And I, you know, I, li I like, like talking to people that are doing what he's doing. Four, I mean, the, go the number goes up. You know, sometimes it's 50, sometimes it's 200, sometimes it's like, I think this time, like 75. He said 475 agents. And um, how does it feel, you know, in the last 24 months to have gone from, I don't know, where, where, where you were just talking a second ago, you went from 12 agents, what just, would you just say a second ago? When we launched, when we launched in 2018, 18. we had 130 agents. When we left our previous franchisor and went independent, 138 agents, one office. Now we're at a little over 470 with, uh, with five offices. And it's, it's been awesome. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to complain. It, it's been an interesting experience because we're kind of learning as we go, right? I mean, yeah. we're, we're independent, so we don't have a franchise system from an operational standpoint to lean back on, um, but we have great coaches and things like that who are sharing experience with us. Uh, but everything's kind of new and fun and exciting, and so we're having a blast. Some of the stuff that I'm going to pull out of this conversation and interview are, uh, are fantastic. You know, we were uh, meeting about some of what we're talking about back in, I think, February-ish. And um, it was one of the first meetings that I remember getting to go to, kind of in yeah, person. Yeah, in person. We like, I think that was the first it was time. Still, you know, very. You know, you can get away with without at restaurants and stuff. Right. But like then, it was still very like. I think I had only had lunch with two people or something. Know. You know, since that, you know, or before our lunch. Um, anyway, all right. So just to hit the gallery office, this is uh, been to that one, real nice, right by me, uh, fifty nine and uh, six ten. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Woodlands, Katie, um, down south, Clear Lake, uh, five eighteen area. Yep. Right on the right on the borderline of Friendswood and Pearland, we just opened that in May. Nice, congrats uh, on that. Yeah. yeah, so that's since last time we uh, talked about all your locations, and then Cypress, which is where he is most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time, which will be, I guess, after this, huh? That's right. Before the Astros, do you have a TV in your office? Oh yeah, gotta have a TV. In yeah. Do you still got the stand-up desk still? No, I actually switched. Um, I moved to to a sit-down desk. I used to. Have a, I had a stand-up desk for the better part of seven years. Yeah. Um, and I've had some back issues recently, and it just is easier for me to sit uh, yeah. until I get that fixed. I got you. Um, and I needed more space. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I'm a super visual person, so when you go into my office, like, I've got a huge whiteboard, like, nobody can see it because it's behind the cameras but like this and then I've got three big monitors and so I need I'm the type of person if I'm gonna operate effectively I need to see stuff out in front of me yeah uh, and so it just it was better suited to what I was trying to set up for me to have a different a different desk set up yeah no, so, nothing wrong with that look right now I've been doing this just this year literally I mean I got a regular I guess monitor screen and then and then the MacBook Pro and yep. then and then and then there's like a 70 inch off the block yeah <laughs> I mean it's I, over. It's game changing. It's, it's man. too much, but it's it's it's, uh, it's it's very convenient for sure. All right, so uh, we're gonna talk about Austin. We're gonna talk about Austin. Uh, we have yeah. a two, two day workshop that we're gonna hit on called Value, spelled V A L Y O U Y O U. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna touch on that. This is a teaser now. This is an invite only uh, situation. That he, I don't even know all the details. I was like, I don't even know all the tell details. Tell me on camera. Tell me. Tell me when we start. Um, agent owned core services, which is real cool. This has developed a lot. 
like I was, you know, kind of planting the seed for a second ago with how CBNA Realtors just as an organization has grown with what they're offering. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it, it's real cool. And then uh, husband and wife show. I call it anyway. We're going, yeah, we're, we're going to go there in a minute. And then how to how to work with things. your spouse without ending up single? Let's just start there. How yeah. Do you, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, again, we're still trying to figure it out because me and my wife work together, and there have been moments where you know. We might end up on Dateline or something. You know, I'm not yeah, 100% yeah, sure, yeah. but we actually, so <laughs> that, this event, we're doing it next Wednesday. And if anybody who's watching wants to come, just shoot me an email or hit me up on a DM or something. Um, this was requested by a lot of our agents who are husband and wife teams, or, and they're just trying to figure out, like, how do you shut it down in the evening and actually be husband and wife and not be in the same room working together? And that's your time together, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and how do you deal with conflict when it's work-related, but you know it's going to pour over into your personal life? Uh, and I think that, that the, the, maybe the friction of a lot of that has been exacerbated over the last couple of years because of COVID and because people have been more at home than yeah. they have been out and about. Uh, and so we had a bunch of our agents asking, you know, could we have like a best practice sharing? And so next Wednesday uh, at, at Creekwood Grill uh, up off of Telgi, we're going to have a couples event, and we've got a couple from outside of the industry, a couple from outside of our brokerage, and a couple from inside of our brokerage. Free event, kinda... just come show up, whoever wants to show up. No, you have to RSVP. Never and, mind, and that's both, what I was asking. You have to RSVP, asking. and both members of the couple have to attend. Got it, no onesies. No okay. onesies. It's not a, it's not a, a couples event. Like a dating deal. Right, yeah, we're not trying to help you find a spouse to, to hate <laughs> when you get into real estate together. We want you to uh, bring the one you already hate. This is not a just we'll lunch fix it. meeting. It's all a right. marriage counseling session, right? That's right. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, what's the what's the mo going to be of the deal? I mean, uh, do you have? Are you uh, have somebody ask you and your wife questions in front? No, of the group? I don't. I'm not even speaking. I'm just hanging out to learn. Hold on. So, like I said, we have we not have, what I was in picturing. Okay, do tell. So, going. we have a restaurant owner and his wife yeah. who work in a restaurant together. And restaurant, you know, taxing hours, holidays are messed up. Yeah, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, and so they're going to talk about what their life looks like because yeah. they've got kids and stuff yeah. like that. We've got a husband and wife couple uh, from outside of our brokerage because, okay. you know, they hear a lot of the people inside of our brokerage. Sure. Uh, and then we have a husband and wife couple from inside the brokerage, and they're just going to share best practices. We're going to ask them questions. We're going to open it up Who, to the room. Moderating? I'll probably moderate. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, gotcha. But we're going <clears> to <throat> open it up to the room and just it really is going to be – how do you do this? And if anybody that's in the audience that, that, wants to talk about how they do it, you got they a, can do that. You got a great outline for it. For I think sure. so. It's gonna be fun. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and people like that the sort of thing. Good food. It's, it's 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 a tough. Where is it? At? Creekwood Grill. Creekwood Grill. It's um, it's a good forum, right? Once you get people engaged, you know. And I mean, because we do that in Masterclass Houston. You know, towards the end, that's some of my most you know favorite times of, of you know because then you know the crowd is getting you know involved and yeah. it sounds like your forum with you know that many couples that are already prepared going into the deal that uh that should be good i but, think so yeah i mean do yeah. you have an rsvp when did y'all announce it last week last week this is the first time it's been publicly mentioned it we've just marketed inside the brokerage so far right. gotcha. but, so this is the first time public but if somebody wants is listening and wants to come have at it. We'd love to have you. Yeah, there you go. If you're a couple working together, just holla at me. Um, there you go. Yeah. So Chance Brown, send him a message. Yeah, he'll get you the info. Um, 
All right, so Austin, I mean, I don't think I'd heard you talk about that before you walked through yeah. the door. So, so um, it was always in the plans, but those plans have uh, solidified. So we're going to open Austin in the spring, fantastic. Um, which is exciting. We've got a couple of really experienced people uh, in that marketplace that we think are going to be terrific to, to build from. Um, we've already got a handful of agents that kind of operate in that marketplace, but not full time. And so we're working through at this point, trying to find a location for the office, um, but it'll probably be it'll probably be North Austin, like Leander, Cedar Park, Round Rock, something in, okay. in that area. Uh, and we're targeting spring 2022. So that's exciting. We're going to start working. Uh, well, we've already started working with the team that's going to be opening it. Um, but I'll be up there end of November, and we're going to start meeting with some people and looking for space. And who, I mean, I don't know if you want to you know, give them shout outs or go, in, go into that part of it, but you know, who is going to be up there? Do you have a team in place that's there or somebody going to leave? Yeah, but so it's actually, expand there also, it's or? two of my fraternity brothers from college. Okay. Uh, and we've talked about it for a long time, but they've both, uh, they've both been full time with other jobs. Uh, one of them is a police officer and one of them is a firefighter. And they're both about to retire. That's awesome. And so this is going to be their, their second career, but one of them has actually been licensed longer than I have. Uh, I've been doing real estate for a really long time, and so they're experienced. You know, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and we're, uh, yeah, we're excited about it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, that's gonna. It's be gonna be again an interesting new twist. A good stakehole in the Austin market. Yeah, they, coming you know, in hot. There's not a lot that's like our our model in Austin, and so we feel like we're gonna be able to come in pretty quickly, providing value uh, that isn't there now. I love it. I love yeah. it. And then, um, you know, back to the value. So now the husband and wife event, is that yeah. called the value or is that no. a, is a different work? Okay, cool. Yeah, I just no. Segue, right? Because that was a good one. You know, we're talking about the value. So let's right. talk about this two day workshop, special invite only. Yeah. I mean, if you've heard me on my podcast or me on a HAR speaking event or class or something over the last couple of years, you've probably heard me talk about value mm. uh, because it's really something I've harped on a lot. Uh, and I am of the belief that we as realtors do a pretty shitty job of building value in what we do. Uh, and I think there's a lot of in different what, in reasons. the service or the product? In the, like the home, the home or the, the, the individual that like what the, what the no, agent No, no, I would think more in the service. I, I think there is an element of the product itself yeah. because we don't tie it to things okay. that are important to the consumer, but also in our service. More important. Well, Anyway, out, yeah. of the, out of the two. I think there's so, two. Yeah. Well, I, I think the service part is the more important part. I, I agree. Right? That's what I'm saying. Um, and part of that is we don't know how to create tangibility around a service offering. Right? So if I walk into a car dealership, yeah. I can test drive a car. Like, I know what I'm getting. Right? <laughs> yeah. But no one can test drive your real estate services, really. Yeah. Right? Or anything like that. And so it's a... It's a really hard thing to put your finger on and say, this is what I do. And so what we want to talk about is how do we create this value that drives all the way through a transaction and beyond to where when somebody leaves the closing table, they're like, holy crap, you really worked your ass off for us. Yeah, what I want happened? to tell all my friends about you. Yeah, what happened? This is amazing versus like the, the more consistent story you hear after the process right. is the exact opposite. Right. It, and we don't train that in our industry, right? If you look at traditional real estate training, traditional real estate training is transactional training, mm -hmm. right? It's how to do a real estate transaction, but it's not sales. And most of the people that come into the industry are people who have never been through true sales training, 
like the psychology of sales, like feature benefit statements, tie downs, you know, those kinds of things. And we don't have a lot of that inside of our industry. And so we want to create that, number one. Uh, but what we really want to do is talk about how do you identify your value proposition and really dial that in to where you can talk to somebody about it? And then how do you talk to somebody about it? And then how do you create marketing messaging around value? Uh, and so we're going to do this two-day workshop in the spring called Value, V-A-L-Y-O-U. Um, I actually lined up one of our speakers, my girl Katie Day, with uh, Move Me to Texas team. Nice. Uh, is going to come. My coach, Cleve Gaddis, uh, out of Atlanta, is going to come into town. Oh, yeah. uh, we're going to have a bunch of different people there. I'm trying to get Dan Stewart from Happy Grasshopper, who's one of my favorite people, to come in and talk about that messaging element. Okay. Uh, and so we're going to have a bunch of people in, and we're going to do two days of really diving into how do we go out and differentiate ourselves with a value, right? With this is what I'm doing for you, not to you, which is a lot of times the, the, the uh, perception right. of our consumer is, I've had, this is not an experience for me, or at least not an experience I want to repeat. Yeah. Right? Uh, and so, you know, inside of our brokerage, we use the term do for, not to a lot. That's huge. Love and it. so that's what we're going to try to build around with this event. Yeah. Sometime in February. I don't know when yet. Uh, we're just about to ask the like, date. We don't, don't, have, the date we don't even have the date. Don't even have the date. I said when you, when you introed it, I was like, I don't even know all the details yet because we're still working through yet. it all. Yeah, gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. It's a good it's, teaser, though. It's a good but teaser. yeah, it'll be in February uh, and probably either at our inner loop office, which is right at 59 and 610 because they've got a huge conference center in I'm there in. that we can yeah, use. I want to go. Um, or we may lean on one of our developer friends who has a, a community center big enough to hold some people. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's so much value in valuing you. <laughs> I mean, she, you know, a lot of people try to, uh, you know, put the value on 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 the on the service or whatever. But you know, when you got to do it, you got to do it right here first. You yeah, you're what you're selling. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it there first. Yeah, and then, you know, it's it's, it's going to be a lot easier for other people. They just want to know that they're dealing with a confident person that believes in themselves, and you know, it sounds like that's that's what you know the whole thing is geared around. So. Yeah, I'm all about it. You got good people, you know, coming in from uh, out of town. So, yep. That, you know, it's takes, gonna be a, takes a lot to make people move, and you know, to move on a topic like that and that, those caliber caliber of people that, that you got coming. So, yeah. kudos to you, and I'll I'll be there, man. Cool. So let me know. You're you're right around the corner from me. That's true. If you're gonna do it at the gallery office, but for way. sure, February. I think we can walk to you. 2022. True. <laughs> all right, two days. It's two days too. Do you know if you're gonna do it during the week or on the weekend? It'll be during the week. During the week? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, let's see here. So I'm, this is awesome. Uh, your agent owned uh, core services that you, know, that you offer. Yeah. So, so it's mortgage title, home warranty, and insurance. And this is, this is new. For it's now. just launched for now. All right. Let's, but how did it all come about? What does that mean? What does that mean? Because there's a lot of, um, sorry, I know I'm probably giving more of an intro than it needs, but there's a lot of different, you know, uh, it's very typical to see a standalone, you know, real estate brick and mortar, you know, office that will also offer insurance and, right. and mortgage and house lending. Is very, but this is this is different because that's what I thought it was when he first started talking about it. He kept talking about it, and I learned what I'm gonna let him tell you. So, <laughs> so if you go back to this value proposition piece, right? Yeah. We've become an an experience economy. Right, people. You can have a less than stellar product, but if you make people feel special about it, 
they're going to use it, right? And I, I talk about this all the time. Like, it's the Apple versus Android argument. The Android phone. <laughs> That's a good one. But, but the Android phone is actually a better piece of equipment than the Apple phone. It is in almost every case. But Apple makes you feel special. And sure. so people buy Apple phones at a rate higher than, than Android phones, yeah. where if they really were just going on the quality of the product, the Android phone is a better quality product, right? Um, and so when we look at value, traditionally, the real estate agent has been the hub in a wheel, right? And so you've got the real estate agent here, and I'm going to refer you out to this lender, Insurance. and I'm going to refer you out there to this inspector, insurance, all RC. of these things, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and I mean, you even see it in, in people's listing presentations where they'll have a slide, including my own. I'm not going to say about people. I am people, including my own listing presentation, that you've got this, here's the center of the agent in the center, and you've got all these people that we've got to interact with, and that's our, like, Look at all the things I have to do in case somebody tries to come at me to negotiate my, uh, my commission or I need to prove value is. Look at all the people I have to coordinate in this transaction with, right? I think moving forward, we're no longer going to be able to be the hub. We're going to have to be the whole damn wheel. And that's just a, it's a product of the, of the economy and the, the, that we've created is, the client doesn't want to go find an insurance agent. No, the client doesn't, no, they want it just done really. for them. They it's, want the instant gratification. For, you know, first time home buyers or just people that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for anybody. Two yeah. or three or four transactions. I always recommend. Do this, you know. I always recommend that agents move like every five years just to remind them of what a pain in the ass it is That's to do advice. what we live, That's what we advice. do for a living. <laughs> like, it's a pain. Have you done this lately? It like, sucks you know, to move. You're complaining about your customers' complaints, but like, when's the last time you yeah. went through it? Yeah, we, we moved six good. years ago, and when we were done, I told my wife, I was like, when we move again, I'm just burning the house down and getting insurance money. Like, this <laughs> sucks. I would rather start over. Yeah. Um, and so... I think moving forward, we're going to have to be the entire wheel. And so when we looked at this last year during the pandemic and we had time to really sit down and kind of, we knew it was coming. We knew what we wanted it to kind of look like. But more than anything, we wanted this to be a way to where our agents could have ownership in that piece of the business right. and make money off of that piece of the business without sacrificing the client experience. We wanted a great product to put out. And so I think that we have created a lending experience that is very, very unique. Um, and in our other pieces like title and insurance and home warranty, we've just partnered with the best people out there. Uh, and so our agents are able to control the entire transaction, create, control the process and the quality of the experience so cool. all the way around for our clients. And they have the opportunity to create other streams of income and I have purposefully Did you hear that agents but hang yeah. on I have purposefully as long as you're gonna go head on it because otherwise I'm going to I have purposefully kept from saying the word ancillary because most brokerages look at lending and they look at insurance and they look at all these other things as ancillary services that's what you hear it called in the industry and I don't believe it's ancillary we call it our core services because we believe that they are just as important to the client experience as our service as Realtor. 1,000%, yep. And so that's that's who we are, Amplify Services. That's our, because we have everything ampersand related, right? Uh, and so 
we just kept the AMP at the front, and now it's Amplify Services is our core services company yeah. that's wholly owned by the agents of CBNA. Uh, and we launched officially in December, and it's been a couple great. of those, a couple of the arms, and then yeah, everything everything was done. I think by May okay. uh, of this year, we, we had everything completely built out. And that's not to say that in the future that won't expand into other service areas, like post sale. If COVID put CBNA in a position to brainstorm, come up with something, you know, a better product, which you just described, mm -hmm. and then be able to roll it out within 12 years after the pandemic. And uh, you know, it's first brokerage, I'm, I'm pretty sure, in Houston that is offering that. So, and just, you know, for any agent that's paying attention to what we're talking about or what Chance is talking about, with the mortgage and the title and the home warranty and the insurance, how, how does that work as far as, you know, them having multiple streams of income on top of, you know, whatever, you know, their real estate commissions are going to be? Because that's what I thought was cool. Those are the questions I was digging on, you know, when we had lunch about this months ago. Yeah, so, yeah, there are obviously a lot of legalities that have to be paid attention to when it comes to RESPA rules and laws and things like that. Yeah, 100%. And so our agents don't own a mortgage company. They right. don't own a title company. They don't own any of those things because that would be outside of, uh, outside of RESPA compliance, if you will. Understood. Uh, right. And so they, our agents own shares of a holding company. And okay. that holding company then owns these other companies, right? And so, you know, it's no different than owning shares of J.P. Morgan and they do mortgages, yeah. right? It's very similar to that. Uh, and, you know, we have to create objective criteria by which you can invest and things like that so that we stay inside that RESPA compliance. Uh, and so ours are based off of the years you've been licensed and it just becomes a really simple math equation at that point. Uh, and as you are licensed longer, you can buy more shares if you want. It's totally up to you. But it gives you the opportunity, you know, it's one of the only investments out there. Like, so if I drink this Coke, I happen to own Coca-Cola stock. Yeah, but if I drink this Coke, it's probably not going to drive my, my Coca-Cola stock price up, right? <laughs> if I'm drinking this one it Coke. Right, man, you're on disruption nation. I don't know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Coca-Cola. <laughs> um, uh, but if I am driving transactions into this company that I own, yeah. then I can control the outcome of my investment, right? Awesome. And so it just builds on that. It keeps the agent central to the transaction all the way around. That's uh, my favorite part. Outside looking in, that, that's my favorite part. And look, yeah, I, I know don't, what y'all go through. I'm friends with all of the industries that you're talking about being right. able to offer within, you know, I mean, I just, Well, if you, is, if, you offer a ship, if you offer to ship product, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Like that's the thing is you've got to have a quality experience for the consumer. Otherwise, not only do you lose them from the ancillary part of it, you lose them from your, your core business too, your real estate business, Yeah. right? So you lose them as a mortgage client, you lose them as an insurance client, but you lose them as a real estate client because they tie it all together. So you've got to have a great experience altogether. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Tell people how they can get a hold of you. If you have any questions, because that was a lot, and you might. So, yeah, yeah, tell people how they can reach out to you. Chance at CBARealtors.com. Uh, I'm at Chance A. Brown on every social media channel that I'm on, which is like three. Uh, um, and LinkedIn, my, IG, Facebook. That's it. Did I get that right? You did. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand the Twitters. 
I don't tweet. I, I don't. I don't get the Snapchats or the it, you know any of those things. I need stuff to stay up there. And yes, I, I, pronounce, I pronounce them the, like an old man on purpose. The Twitters and the Snapchats. I, I pronounce them like an old man on purpose. Or my cell is two eight one three eight zero seven six three one. Hit me up. Yeah, I joke about it all the time. I'll say somebody needs to tweet that out, and I don't even tweet. Yeah, I, I legitimately disabled <laughs> our accounts a couple of years ago because I was just like. I have I'm never gotten on here. I want to. I, I, there's, there's, anyway, I mean, I told my team in a meeting, I think yesterday or two days ago, I was like, we've got to figure this out. i got to straight push some more stuff out, out there. But I feel Between like, all the things that we have, I just, I can't, it's hard to keep up. So, not to go on a tangent, but I will tangent say this. Up. I'm about to. Screw it. So, um, I'm like eight social platforms. Like, I used to post a lot when I was on just one Facebook. You know, right. And then one Instagram. I'm like, I can handle two. But now I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I got the business page, I got the, the podcast, I got two different, you know, we're launching yep. Brian College Station, and then I got yep, private groups, right. I got private groups, you know, for, you know, and it's a lot, right? So now it's just beyond me. But hey, look, who not how? I read that book last week in what, 24 hours. What book? Who not how? Okay. It's amazing for you know any time you are experiencing any growing pains or you need to grow, you don't try to figure out how the hell. Okay, no. like like what's my problem right now? I need to figure out how do I so, you know manage eight accounts. BS. No, no, no. Who Who's going to do, do that? that? Yeah. And they're probably going to do it better than I'm going to do it. For sure. And, and so we I'll, just, we actually <laughs> literally in the last 45 days have brought somebody in to manage those processes for us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there was a time when in order for you to do something like that, you had to take on a salary and you had to take on the overhead and, you know, taxes and all these other things. And now you can do that stuff so cheap by outsourcing it. Like, why wouldn't you? What did y'all use? Uh, we actually, all of our agents get a Playster website. Uh, I'm not familiar. I got Upwork working on some projects. They're a big, right yeah, they're a big website provider for the real estate industry. Well, they created this sort of concierge marketing program uh, in the back end. And so when Seth, the, the VP, called me and was talking to me about it, I was like, yeah, that's literally what we were talking about yesterday. I mean, it just happened to be you know one of those calls you get at the perfect time. Yeah, uh, I love that. And so I love that stuff. we brought these guys on, and I mean they're now producing my podcast and and publishing everything. Yeah, like I was in a I was in a new agent orientation this morning when my pub when my podcast published, and it just all that stuff happens. Yeah. The trick to it though, and the 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 potential downside of that kind of automation or that kind of outsourcing is you still have to make sure that you're available for the engagement piece, right? Yeah. So you've got to have your notifications, you've got to know the timing and have a calendar set up so that when somebody comments or somebody reacts or you know asks a question or something, you're there for it. True. So. Very important, very yeah. important. So, um, man, last, last thing, uh, I mean, we touched on a lot, but I mean, some of the yeah. training that, that y'all do, um, if you, yeah. you, you, I know you had a new, new training program. Or, we um, just revamped our training program. So we, um, I mean, answer we this started. How, answer this kind of however you want, but I was just also going to ask, you know, out of the 475 agents, I'm assuming you get all walks of life, you know, the new, sure. the, you know, the been around for a while, some, you know, some higher flyers that yep. we're featuring in Houston Real Producers, by the way, you'll see CBNA Realtors. Yeah, uh, here and on our digital Trevin, platform, and yeah, Trevin and some other ugly bald guys in there. <laughs> That's me. 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Here, we got two, we two bald. We got two bald guys in the in the magazine <laughs> this month, and one of them is me. You get two uh, two bald guys on on, on the and podcast, two, right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're starting a trend here or something. Uh, you know, so we've we've always been training heavy. I have a training background. Uh, I was a sales trainer for David Weekly Homes when I first started in the in, in the real estate industry. Who's that guy? Look at there. Look at there. So, sir, you're a sales trainer for David Weekly? Beautiful yeah. family, by the way. Beautiful family. Thank you. Thank you. So we, uh, so I have a training background. That's why I, I enjoy instructing. I instruct for TAR, instruct for HAR. Um, and I don't like the idea of filling training calendars for the sake of filling a training calendar, just to say you're having training. You know, I, I like relevant training, training that can be applicable to somebody's uh, business like right then go yeah. plug it in and let's do let, let's do something better than we were doing yesterday yeah uh, and so when we started looking at training what what we realized was a lot of the training out there is lacking in the accountability piece okay. and I think you look at a lot of I would be willing to bet that if you ask the majority of the people who appear in your magazine the vast majority of them have a real estate coach, right? They have a business coach. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say you know, 85, 90% of them. Right, and so. The people that I ask that question, yeah. So you look at the higher producers in the industry and that's what they're doing, they've got a coach. And a lot of <laughs> that, that works. a lot of that coaching isn't necessarily this mind shattering new way to do business, right? It's not this, oh, revolutionary system of blah, blah, blah. A lot of it is just accountability. It's just hold, having somebody there to hold your feet to the fire. And so we started looking at how can we add accountability tools into training. And since we've done that, um, especially with our newly licensed agents, then the results have just completely been uh, just astounding. Just astounding. That's like awesome. we went in the last quarter, because we just did this yesterday in our meeting, in the last quarter, our new agent group, our new licensee group, did two times as much production in both units and dollars than they did in all of 2019. Right. In, the, in one quarter? Just in one quarter. God. Than they did in a whole 2019. That's nuts. Right? Mm -hmm. so, so that's one of the things we've been working on training-wise is creating relevant training that's got some built-in accountability pieces yeah. to drive results. Because otherwise it. you're just sitting there collecting hours and who cares about that? Yeah. Yeah, nobody. And there's uh, a lot of places to get it all yeah. the time, you know, so. Yeah, so. Pay attention to, you know, who's got the best and then go there and invest your time there. All right, so during, during um, kind of the best and worst for you, you know, personally, business, however you want to answer it, you know, because there's a lot of pros and cons, I guess, to the situation. So um, I know this is going to sound it. probably a little crazy, but I felt like our, our agents as a whole got closer during COVID, which why, was why, why kind of awesome. Yeah. We, you would think that that wouldn't be the case because we're not being able to meet in person. We're not being able to have like a lot of the events that we have and things like that. But we were real intentional about getting people together online. And so we would literally, we would have brokerage game nights on Zoom. That's great. Um, we that's, would have... That, that's good camaraderie, team, team camaraderie right there. In, yeah, in the, in the real uncertainty, in the real uncertain days, like April, you know, sure. where things were happening so quickly that you didn't know what was going to come next. Yeah. We were, we were holding info sessions every other day. So Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday, 
I was on at 4 p.m. each one of those days, and we were talking about this is what's happening, this is what you need to know, this is what you need to be talking to your clients about. Boom, 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 boom. That's great. Um, and wow. so I really feel like we, we came together more as a team when we were separated than we do a lot of the times when we're together. Because I think a lot of times when we're together, we, we tend to, you know, just drink and hang out. And that's awesome and that's fun, but we don't really, if we're not intentional about how we're building our businesses together, because I'm a, I am of the belief that realtors should be hanging out with other realtors and talking about their businesses. Yeah. Whether you work at the same brokerage or not. Yeah. Um, I think that best practice sharing makes everybody better and it just elevates the industry. Yes. Uh, and so, that's I mean, and, and yeah, that's why you do what you do, right? Uh, and so, I think we have now, as things have gotten back to normal, we've had to be intentional about that. And so like, you know, every month, and again, if you want to attend, just hit me up. Every month, the last Tuesday, I say that, and of course this month is not gonna be the last Tuesday because we're doing an event that night. Um, but usually the last Tuesday of the month, this month it's the last Thursday of the month, we do what's called open mic night. Yeah. And so we bring in an agent who is particularly good at what, whatever it whatever, is, right? right? So farming, uh, cold calling, referrals, appraisers, you know, things like that. We had Christina Schaefer from HAR last month come in to open mic night and talk about social media, stuff like that. And so we just, it's almost like they give a TED talk and they answer questions and everybody shares stories. It's awesome. And it's just, and we drink, you know, online, virtual drinking. Yeah. Um, and so, and it's great because we really just get down to like the nuts and bolts of how to do stuff in your business. And I think it just makes everybody better. Yep, I agree. That's one of the, you know, I'm very fortunate to lead a brokerage where we have a lot of people who are willing to share and open to sharing and, and helping each other get better. So. Well, the amount of charisma that you possess just as a leader, like you said, you like to be the instructor, you know, you, you, you have, you are a magnet, you know, I mean, you draw people in, you know, whether you realize it or Thanks, not, buddy. I mean, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's one of the reasons that, you know, I, I think you've you know, uh, been able to acquire and do what, what you... Because you're good enough, you're smart enough, and doggone it, people drawn, like you. People like you. <laughs> people are drawn to you, man. I am serious. So, yeah, not, not everybody's got that. So you got a gift. You got a gift. All right. So what's your, uh, what's your favorite restaurant in town, man? What do you eat there? You and your wife. That is tough. That is really While you're good. thinking oh. about it. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna have to give me a minute. That was rough. It was him and a buddy. It's helping launch Austin, by the way. Flying to Buffalo, and um, he's like, on, so on our way to Buffalo wings. to go watch so. the Texans game. We won't talk about the score. To eat my weight in wings. And we did. We did that. Yeah. We, that's all we talked about before we the did a tour. We did a tour of <laughs> Buffalo eating Buffalo wings at all these different restaurants. It was amazingly delicious, and then we stood in the rain for three hours while the Texans got their butts kicked. Laid an egg. Yeah, so it was awful. 37 is, wow, I, don't, I said we were I blocked it out it. of my memory. Um... Man, I am still trying to figure out. Favorite restaurant? Man? Favorite restaurant. I'm going to tell you that right now, because it changes. Uh, I'm going to tell you that right now my favorite restaurant is probably B&B Butchers. That's, I'm a huge, I mean, it's hard not to like a good steak. Yeah. And they make a good steak. But my wife and I also really love Italian food. Like, That's tough. she's That's Sicilian, tough. so we like yeah. good Italian food and good Italian wine. That's great. Y'all are eating good. Steak, so, Italian. You, I know you grew up in Galveston, so you know, I know you're a big seafood guy probably. I am. Yeah, same. Oof, getting hungry. I just had lunch. Seriously, man. 
We didn't do this at a restaurant. We need to find a restaurant. <laughs> if you're a restaurant owner in Houston and you want to sponsor Disruption Nation, yeah, that's Taylor right. Wade Kirby's Ice House, House, you know, you can yeah. holler at me. I was in there yesterday. I saw I saw y'all doing the pregame show. Or yeah. For uh, you know, Sports Radio Six Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I think they're doing it again. I was there, listening. I think so. But anyway, go Strohs. Go we'll Strohs. We'll watching them later. Heck yeah. All right, favorite uh, band, artist, musical genre. My favorite band has always been since I really like started appreciating music the counting crows counting crows because adam is such a good songwriter and i love i love good songwriters one of the things i love about texas country like i'm a huge texas country fan it's because it's just good songwriting it's just like what it means to people in texas yeah to be texan yeah and it's and i'm way too proud of texas guy uh, you see the ampersand. You see the ampersand tattoo, but under my sleeves, there's a lot of Texas, a lot of Texas tattoos too. There you go. Um, yeah. And so it's cool, man. I, I, I gravitate. Prideful, prideful. I love people who are able to take their creativity, okay, and make a living out of it. It's so cool. Like it's beautiful. Like one of my favorite TV shows. You're doing that, man. That's what I was just talking about uh, a second ago. You're doing that. Anyway, yeah. Keep going. Keep but going. like one of my favorite TV shows is Chef's Table on Netflix. Yeah. Because these guys are doing like incredible things in the kitchen, like just revolutionizing the way yeah. that cooking is done. And they've got awesome stories and you know, they're they're tortured souls who just go and do cool shit. And I was like, I wanna do that. Oh, yeah. uh, and so I just I like I like good songwriters. Yeah. Got it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Dream Car, you got one? Has ever since I was a kid it was a Corvette. There I'm not go. sure I can fit my old butt into a Corvette anymore, but yeah, I've always loved them. Uh, but too. I'll stick with my my truck for now because yeah. I can get in and out easy. Same, yep. I mean, I drive a Tundra. I thought I had a decent sized truck. We'd walk out the front door of the office building in the Galleria down the street because you, know, you can't. I can't park, park in the garage. Can't park in the parking garage. Yeah, so. I was actually impressed when I got here today because I could park in the garage. What? Uh, <laughs> but yeah. What do you what, what do you drive again? An F two fifty. F two fifty. There you go. All right. Let's see. Uh, what's your favorite product or brand that you could not live without? I mean, it's hard not to say Apple because everything in it that I have is not Apple. Laptop, phone, AirPods, headphones, or Beats. I mean, I am fully bought into the Kool Aid of Apple, so it'd be difficult to, for that not to be that. Um, I'm, I'm right there with you. Camus, how about Camus? Because they make so many different good wines, and I'm a, I like wine a lot. So yeah, I was thinking about drinking Buffalo Buffalo Trace because they own so many good bourbons, and Camus because they own so many good wines. Those would be those would be two. Food and alcohol. I guess it happens. We're talking yeah. about food. I'm hungry. We're talking about drinking. I want something to drink. All right, favorite book. What's your favorite book? Count of Monte Cristo. What? Always has been. Since the first time I read it. Say it, say it again. The Count of Monte Cristo by Count. Alexander Dumas, same guy who wrote The Three Musketeers. I'm actually Add that to the list. I'm reading Add a that to the list. fascinating book right now about his father. Okay. What's who it? actually was like the real Count of Monte Cristo slash Three Musketeers. No way. So his father was born a slave, he was born a black slave in Haiti, was brought over to France okay. and led this like swashbuckling life that was the inspiration for so many of Alexander Dumas's stories. Wow. And so the, the book that I'm reading right now is called The Black Count. And it's amazing. Like, it is fascinating. Nice. Yeah. All right. Highly well, recommend it. Yep. I'll add it to the list for sure. What about a hobby or special talent that you got? 
<laughs> I, have no, that, I have that, no special people, talents. I'm excellent people. at playing the radio. Um, I, I, like, I, I love being on a motorcycle. That's right. I like to go. travel. My, my, yeah, my goal in life is to ride all seven continents on a motorcycle. And you've done how many continents so far? Five. I have Australia and Antarctica to go. There you go. Yeah. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. Doing something right. Yeah. Um, what's, what, what about the best advice you ever got and who gave it to you? Oh, that's tough. I've been fortunate to be around really good people who've given me a lot of great advice. Yeah, probably the one that I relay the most came from... Good qualifier. Came from the chief operations officer okay. at David Weekly Homes, Mike Got Humphrey, it. who says, you know, you hear a lot of people say there are no stupid questions. Mm -hmm. Well, he says there's two stupid questions. The question that goes unasked and the question that gets asked 15 times. Like so it. learn from what people tell you, basically, right? Yeah, Don't yeah. be afraid that's to ask, really, and then when really they good. when they give you advice, listen to it. Yeah. So that's probably the piece that I I relay the most, and tell people. Yeah, I love it. Well, all right, Disruption Nation. We're about to wrap up. Sponsored by Chance Brown CBNA Realtors. Right here, last time before I sign us out. Please tell people how they can uh, get a hold of you. Yeah, I mean, if you're, an, if you're an agent and you want some more information about CBNA, you can go to work at cba.com, uh, and there's a bunch of information there. You can always reach out directly to me at chance at cbarealtors.com, or my cell phone is 281-380-7631. There you go, and you're going to do that. Husband and wife show, if you're a couple working together, yeah. that sounds cool. The two-day training seminar in February next year, I'll yeah, be Yeah, just let me that. know, and we'll put you on we'll the list. More, more stuff coming for that and um and I'll, I'll just well I'll, I'll save that for after we get out of here but hey every every <laughs> every tuesday y'all don't get y'all don't get to see that yeah whatever it well, is we don't know what it is to, live but is. I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna let them hear it. but um yeah disruption nation every uh, tuesday two o'clock we drop one of these thank you for checking us out and we bring people in that are disrupting their space in a positive way and uh we always have phenomenal guest like chance thank you for being on Man, brother thanks for having me yeah, we've been trying to get this done for like six months and it's finally we got crazy. it together and i love it it's like two unguided missiles that know exactly where they're going but you know figure it this morning right but the, it was super the, fun the brownway address or the southwest freeway i know address. it would have sucked if i had gone to the wrong place <laughs> not happening we got ahead of that one all right but anyway so uh yeah if you want to be on uh reach out or nominate somebody that you think would be a good guest that they're doing that and yeah other than that we'll see you next time thank you thank y'all thank and, you guys uh, yeah,